0: My job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this...
1: Good start to this, Taryn. I started recording. (laughs) Hi, I'm Heather. Hi, I'm Taryn.
0: Hi, I'm Cody.
1: Hey, Taryn brought a friend. Yay. (laughs) I have friends. (laughs) You have more friends than I do. That's because
0: I'm more social. I know, that's why. That's fine. Excuse me. How was your week? I have strawberries, so it's fantastic. (laughs) It's a very good week.
1: Cody, do you want to say anything?
0: I'm good for right
1: now. Okay. That's fine. You don't have to. I might she... Chime in later. <laughs> she's just she's here to join and listen and and you know. I don't comment know. Comment
0: as needed. Yeah,
1: comment as needed. Just how Taryn does it with my wonderful stories that I like to tell everybody. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> now there's two of us. Oh.
0: How's your week, Heather?
1: My week was pretty good. I went to go see a concert. uh, Oh, it was amazing. It was the Amity Affliction up in Detroit, and we met them, and I got pictures taken with them, and we met, well, we met one of them. We met Joel out back, just, like, randomly, so that was awesome.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: Tyler was really excited about it. I was really excited, too, because I really liked the band. I was getting really into it. It was so much fun. It, It was, the only problem was, uh... Right when the concert was over, it had started snowing really bad. And what would have taken us two and a half hours to get home took us four hours. That sucks. Yeah. But I slept through most of it, so I don't care. <laughs> it was Tyler's problem from there. <laughs> but it was it was a good time. We met a, a girl, we were standing in line with her. She told me I looked twenty-two.
0: Congratulations.
1: I know. It's fantastic because I'm 30, (laughs) but it was good. Yeah, Yeah. but you're like 22 at heart. Yeah, I am. I sure am. I told Tyler, I'm like, you know what? She wasn't that far off. I'm just, I'm 22. 22, give or take. Yeah. All right. So we talked about doing an episode about missing people and like the weirdness that you know around those missing people and I bought a book to read for all these missing people that's a fun. <laughs> it's okay um but I so I started reading the book and then I got to this one story and I'm like I, I, there's no way I can put this just as a small little thing so we're doing an entire
0: episode on it Sounds interesting. Yes. What makes this missing person, and I know you're going to end up telling us this anyway, <laughs> but what makes this per- missing person different from all the other missing people? There's three of them. You have one person. There's
1: three people okay. that all went missing in the Indiana State Park known as the Dunes. Hmm. Have you ever been to the Dunes? No. Have you ever been to the Dunes? Mm-hmm. Me neither. Oh, well. You <laughs> ever been to Lake Michigan? Yes. Yes.
0: That's All right. Cool.
1: Well, the, the dunes are right around Lake Michigan. Okay. So it's, uh, I, I still have never been there. So I don't know. Tyler's I've, been there.
0: Have you guys been there? Uh, no. Well, I was asking them. Oh, the listeners. Yeah.
1: Hey, guys. Have you been there? If you have, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You said it like or you were looking back. at me
1: like I yeah, just said I wasn't. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's the randomness. It's contagious.
1: <laughs> so, the dunes are about 47 miles away from Chicago. Again, along Lake Michigan. Look at a map. There you are. So, um, Gary, Indiana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right along there.
0: Okay. I've still um, never been there either, but I know I what haven't. you're talking
1: about. I haven't either. <laughs> but it has, it's about a little over 2,000 acres, You know how we talked about going hiking? Yes. Well, they have about 16 and a half miles of trails that we could go hiking on. Sounds like fun. Let's go to... (laughs) I'm wearing my hiking boots right now. All right. We're going back to the 60s. 1966. (laughs) It is summer. It is July 2nd, so it is hot. And the dunes are very... It's a beach, basically. Uh So, you know, there's... Tons of people there for 4th of July weekend. They're, it's a good day. Get yourself in the mindset of the 60s. Remember, All right. You got in the mindset, mindset yeah, you of the Yeah, but you're not doing
0: the same hand waves that you were doing last time. Because it's the
1: 60s. 60s, 80s? 60, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's
0: the right.
1: 60s. All right. Three women decide to take a day trip to the dunes to have some fun. These women were Patty Blow, Anne Miller, and Renee Bru- Brule. Looks like Brule. B R U H L. Brule, Brule. Patty's 19, Anne's 21, and Renee is 19. Okay. So young women want to have some fun. Anne parked her Buick in the lot, and they walked down to the dunes. They unloaded their belongings underneath the tree. For, for the shade. Um, we know that because a couple that sat nearby, you know, kind of took notice of these three women who were there just having fun. But they were sunbathing for a while and they decide to go down to the beach. They were, looked like they wanted to go swimming. So hours went by and they never came back. So the couple who was sitting close to them got a hold of a park ranger and was like, these women never came back for their stuff. We don't want it to get stolen. So the guy's like, I'll, I'll take it. And I'm sure they're going to come, you know, claim it. They probably just forgot they set the stuff there. A day and a half later, on, on July 4th, uh, the park superintendent, Bill Sedick took a call from Mr. Harold Blow, one of the girls' father. Mm-hmm. And he was asking about his daughter. That's the last place he knew that she was. Uh, She hadn't been home since leaving for the dunes with her two friends. Well, the park ranger was like, well, I don't know. We haven't seen her, but we do have her stuff here. So we started going through her stuff, just, you know, opening up a little investigation. Inside was Patty's yellow robe, a pair of sunglasses, a transistor radio, a towel, and her wallet. And it had $5 in it. So that's Patty's stuff.
0: Okay.
1: Anne left a thermos bottle, her shorts, shoes, a shirt, a bathing cap, and a comb. Renee left a towel, her shorts, a shirt, her cigarettes, lotion, 25 cents, and a pocketbook containing about $55 in checks. Hmm. There was also a set of keys. So she left her keys there. So the guy took the keys and tried to find, you know, the car that fit the keys. Lo and behold, it was her Buick that was sitting in the lot. Hmm. hadn't moved. Still there. Where do you go from there? Missing
0: people. I take it they went missing in their bathing suit or were they shrinking?
1: I'm, no, they were in their bathing suits. You, you
0: never know. I'm so, <laughs> it might true. make it a little bit more interesting <laughs> if...
1: I read an article that completely, like, <clears throat> described the bathing suits that they were wearing, but I didn't think that was really important.
0: So, the typical missing persons, yeah, you, know, you know, female, there was high three of weight. Them. All three of them females were Females, height, weight, color, or hair color,
1: yeah,
0: all clothing, that. all that stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: All right, so, 8.50 a.m. on 4th of July. The uh, Superintendent Sevic put in a call to the Indiana State Peace, who were about... Um, three miles south of the park on Highway 49. 10 a.m., Trooper Harry Young took possession of all all the stuff and contacted Chicago police and asked them to run a check on the license number of the car. By 10.20 a.m., Chicago notified the trooper that the plates were registered to Ann Miller of suburban Westchester, Chicago. A check with, oh, sorry. They checked with Winchester Police showed that a missing persons report had been filed on her and her two friends the night before by family members. So it okay. was filed on the 3rd. Because that would be 24 hours, right?
0: Yep. If they were missing on the 2nd, the 3rd would be 24. Mm-hmm. So first, Sergeant
1: Edward Burke, he was a uh, state police detective, and he was actually regarded as one of the best in the whole department. Went to the park to try to figure out what happened. Burke interviewed park employees, inventoried the items, and even, like, got into the car and figured out what they left in the car. Inside were clothes, shoes, and stuff like that belonging to Patty and Renee.
0: So your typical weekend getaway stuff. Yeah, just...
1: The, The stuff you would normally take just for a couple of days, or one day.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Alright, so by 3.50pm, after looking through the entire park, finally figuring, okay, they're not there. They're not anywhere around here. Burke alerted the Coast Guard and requested a search of the southern end of Lake Michigan. Makes sense. Coast Guard estimated about five to 6,000 boats had been on the lake between Chicago and, and the Dunes.
0: A lot of boats. That is a, just a lot
1: of boats. I was about to say a word I wasn't allowed to say.
0: <laughs> just beep it out, Heather.
1: <laughs> beep. Yeah, that's a crap ton of boats. The task of singling out different boats is figured that's going to be impossible. Like, if the girls got picked up by a boat, they're not going to know. Well, turns out a... Uh, Fellow beach goer was filming some movies at the dunes. Fantastic! I know. Offered and offered up his movies uh, to the police for their investigation. They watched the tapes and they did see them on the tapes. They narrowed it down to two boats, though.
0: Well, that's better than how many? Five to six thousand. Five to six thousand. I'll <laughs> say two over yeah, five to six thousand. Two boats.
1: That's a lot of boats. One of the boats was a sixteen foot. Runabout with a 3 hold design. I have no idea what any of that means. Fancy boat. Okay. (laughs) So it was operated by a man who fit the description that had last been seen with the girls that other beachgoers had seen with them. Three women who matched their descriptions were also seen aboard a second boat that was a 26-foot cabin cruiser. Fancier.
0: (laughs) Bigger fancier boat. (laughs) Bigger fancier (laughs) boat. Sounds (laughs) like they were having a good time... Partying, jumping from boat to
1: boat. Because on that boat, there were three men and then the the three women. Well, you know, then you don't have to share. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That cabin cruiser was seen at around 3 p.m. on the 2nd. So that was three hours after when the women got aboard the smaller boat. Okay. So they first boarded that smaller boat with the one man. And then they were later seen on the bigger boat. Okay. Okay. Reports later came in that the three girls were seen walking on the beach and
0: eating at around 4 p.m. Hmm. So they're off the boat and back back in. on land. Back on land. Yes. In the sand. In the sand. And that's what I was going And they were with. eating. There's nothing wrong with eating.
1: Hmm. You're eating. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so the investigators believe that they had been dropped off on the uh, the west the west side of the park on the beach, by the driver of the smaller boat, while he drove back to retrieve his two male friends on the cabin cruiser.
0: Okay. So he got dropped off on the beach by the captain of the smaller boat, who went back to the bigger boat to get his friends. Yes. And how far away were they from their original... Location where they left their stuff.
1: It doesn't say they're not entirely sure. They're just guessing it was the west end of the beach.
0: Okay.
1: Who knows? They're not entirely sure.
0: More fun. Uh, My son likes to randomly put Uh, alarms on my phone. And I never know when they're going to go off. (laughs) All
1: right. So while they were on the second beach, the west beach, the girls were reported being approached by another unidentified man who accompanied them to the cabin cruiser again to get back on the boat. Hmm. Witnesses said that the second boat was equipped with a radio telephone antenna, but did not have a name painted on its stern. Which I think is odd for a boat to not have a
0: name. Yeah, I think one of the, like a tradition is you have to name your boat. Yeah. Right? And then you had to put the name on the boat so people know the, the boats, that boat. Yeah. Wow. I,
1: I thought that was rather odd while reading into this. The, this final sighting was never actually confirmed, but the authorities did consider it re- a reliable source.
0: Okay, makes sense.
1: Okay, it I makes didn't.
0: sense because sometimes um, law enforcement, if they have someone who isn't necessarily a good person, mm-hmm. but sometimes I guess you can say snitches on the bad people, but they do it reliably multiple times. They'll say it's a reliable source without giving out it, the other information, oh. and it doesn't always have to be someone who's like bad who does like snitching. It could be Joe Blow off the side of the street who's never been in trouble in his entire life saw this happen, but. and it, he's. Reported things multiple times, and every time we report something, he or she reports something. It tends to come out true.
1: Okay. Then, without
0: necessarily putting out their name, they become a reliable source. Okay. If there's multiple steps that go into becoming a reliable source, oh, which is why that makes sense. Well, I feel like that person would be very unlucky if they keep reporting crap. It depends on how they do it and <laughs> what what are they reporting. It, there's a lot that goes into how to become a, re- a reliable source.
1: Oh. I, I didn't understand that part, so I'm glad you do. Some actually think this disappearance was planned by the girls. Yes, Renee was the only one of the girls that was married. In her purse, there was a letter addressed to her husband, Jeffrey. They were married for about 15 months—not okay. not very long. The letter was written two weeks before and said that she wanted to get a divorce. She felt like he only wanted to work and spend time with her
0: friends and not with her. Well, I mean, most of the time in the 60s, wasn't it? The woman was to stay at home, so the man had to provide. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would go to work, and when he got home, he'd be tired. I agree. If you work 40-plus hours a week all the time with overtime and commute, and then you're a stay-at-home wife, you get bored, and you want to go do adventuring stuff, and then your husband comes home, and he just wants to relax and hang out with his friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can understand his... But I
0: can understand her, too. I understand hers completely, but I also understand his side. Tyler's upstairs playing video games right now. That's all he ever does anymore. My husband's over at the house watching TV. (laughs) So I totally understand it. Yeah.
1: But police questioned Jeffrey. Uh, He had no idea she wanted a divorce. He thought everything was peachy keen. And other family members also were like, why would she want a divorce? Everything was fine. They
0: no one knew. Maybe she found somebody on the side. <laughs> like the milkman. No,
1: because they ha- did they have milkmen?
0: Yes, the 60s? They had milkman. In, in the sixties,
1: I thought that was more of a fifties thing.
0: No, my mom had a milkman growing up. I had a milkman when I was a kid. The guy would deliver milk to the house. And what of from...
1: backwater state did you live in?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, as a kid. Every Friday, you'd go out and you'd bring a cart. And the, that morning, it was a s- small, square little plastic container. And you'd put it out on the side of the road. And the mailman mail mail would drop off the mail. And the milkman would come and grab the empty containers and put it in the full containers. And he would leave. And you would have fresh milk.
1: That is not a thing, Taryn. It is.
0: Not, not it is. More. No, not now. <laughs> like 20 years ago, it still was a thing. No, I don't believe it. There's
1: no way. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, we'll have to call my mom. She'll confirm it. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you're gonna have to talk to my mom now. (laughs) I'm pulling out the mom card. I don't want to do that. I don't want to call. So I don't see why you know. Fine. I think. Okay. Fine. We'll go with the mailman. Is that better? We'll go with the mailman. That's better.
1: The mailman.
0: The milkman exists.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. I guess that's one possibility. So that's why they think maybe it was planned because she wanted to get a divorce and the other girls were going to help her get away. But that doesn't explain why they left too. or
0: well, why they stayed away. It could be possible. Like, let's say she was trying to escape, right? And she wanted to disappear. Mm-hmm. So they help her. But then something happens to them, so they can't come back.
1: What would happen to them that they can't come back?
0: What if the deal goes sideways and now they're no longer with us?
1: That's-
0: What if they find someone on the side and decide it's not worth going back?
1: Well, Taryn, the second part, well, second part, the thousandth part of this story. I believe in psychics. I know you do. Because you are one. I am not.
0: (laughs) Taryn's a psychic. I am not. She is. No, negative.
1: (laughs) But this person is a psychic. Okay. So this person who lived in, like, Missouri came to the police and said she had a vision of a cabin in the woods that was nearby the dunes, and women's bodies were buried there.
0: Huh. Why do I feel like a lot of psychics come from, you said, Missouri? I
1: think it was Missouri. I read it, but I didn't write it down. I think it was Missouri.
0: Okay. I think it was near St. Louis. I just feel like whenever you hear about a a psychic in the news, it's always from, like, the Missouri area. I have never heard that. I'm just if I feel like it. Like the last couple times I've heard that, that's where they come from. I don't know if it's true or not, but I don't know.
1: Everyone in Missouri is psychic.
0: Not everybody. I just feel like more everyone. I feel like they have a higher possibility of being psychic if they live in that general area. Like maybe there's something in the water. Maybe maybe it's the arch. Maybe it
1: triangulates the psychic energy (laughs) and turns everyone psychic. (laughs) Very good possibility. It's a giant portal. Ooh. I was there, but nothing happened to me. You yeah.
0: like
1: went I there, there long enough.
0: Times and I didn't go anywhere special, so. You guys weren't there long enough, I'm telling you. Probably. No, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a psychic. Yes, you are. No.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> So, police actually found the cabin that she described. Like, it looked exactly how she described it. Which is weird because she was nowhere near there. How is she going to know about this cabin? So since they found the cabin, they started digging around there. Did they use the dog to try to sniff out the dead bodies? They had used dogs, but the dogs didn't come up with anything.
0: Hmm. It's probably because they were buried too deep. Maybe. I don't know. But they dug up all around the cabin.
1: They didn't find anything. But we're also talking about the dunes thing that the the dun- that happens at the dunes is the sand will shift a lot okay actually a lot of sinkholes open up on the dunes what'll happen is um it all happens like underneath the surface and i again read an article but i didn't write any of it down <laughs> but the sand shift underneath the surface and will actually um oh i know what it does there are trees when trees die they will decompose and all the roots underneath there will, it's basically a hollowed out space, but the sand will blow over where the tree used to be still having this hollowed space. So if you happen to step on that area, <laughs> there you go.
0: So maybe no hiking in the dunes. Not on the beach. Okay.
1: <laughs> but, but the sand shift a lot. So just because they're, you know, they're digging things up just because they didn't find anything doesn't mean there was nothing there it could they could have the bodies could have just moved down a little further or you know just shifted all together yeah so who knows either way they didn't find anything so they moved on
0: okay at least they listened to the psychic to go at least check out what she was saying they did they started looking more into their history
1: like what what's what's going on in their personal lives they they figured out how they all knew each other and why they were all friends was they all loved horses. Okay. All right, so they would go they would ride horses and they were all seen multiple times at a local tavern bar, hot spot. They all had fun,
0: hangout yeah. location.
1: Yeah, the hangout. So one theory is uh, the two girls who were not married, Patty and Anne met two men who frequented the taverns. That these men were maybe possibly married. One or both of the girls may have gotten pregnant. Ooh. Which would not have been good in the 60s for two married
0: men. Or a single woman. Or a single woman. <laughs> I'm trying to explain explaining being a single mom yeah. in the 60s. Yeah.
1: And actually, some of Anne's friends did say that she was about three months pregnant at the time she left for the Dunes. Hmm. Abortions were legal, obviously, at this time in Chicago. So they would have had to find another way to get out of their predicament. There was a husband and wife team that would perform abortions that lived in Gary, Indiana. Their names are Helen and Frank Largo. And they were linked to a floating abortion mill that operated on Lake Michigan. Interesting. Yeah. So people believe that Anne and Patty, one of the two, arranged a meeting on July 2nd.
0: Which is why it explains why they were jumping from boat to boat. Yes. And the Largos had a nephew named Ralph that matched the description of one of them of the man last seen with them on the beach did the abortion go wrong and they aborted more than just the baby that
1: is part of the theory so they're thinking something went horribly wrong with the abortion well the girl died and because they didn't want any witnesses they killed the other two obviously being on a boat they killed the girls who knows where in the world they would be now
0: in like michigan. Michigan,
1: michigan possibly it is a large lake
0: i'm just saying like if you're on a boat and you kill somebody there's mm-hmm. ways to i would assume i mean i watched dexter so yeah. you know he used to dispose of bodies in the lake all the time oh well I've have you ever seen, seen d- i've never seen that so dexter is a serial killer but he's a good serial killer is mm-hmm. the way they portray. It. So basically, it he works mm-hmm. for a police department as the uh, blood splatter analysis guy, mm-hmm. and whenever a bad person, so a murderer, a rapist, anybody like that, um, does something, and he can prove it without, he like it's proved that he that they did it, but then the court system fails. This mm-hmm. the system fails, and the person gets away. Well, then Dexter just kind of comes in behind and just makes them disappear. And he had a special way of doing it. He would, you know, kill the person and drain out a lot of the blood and then cut the person up, wrap them up, and then throw them in a lake. Oh. So it's an interesting show. It's kind of like adult. But there is a way that you could dispose of bodies in a lake. I don't know how they would do it on a boat unless they had the saw ready. Well, I mean, they had
1: instruments to do abortions, so. Yeah, but
0: sawing through bone versus an abortion, I mean. Yeah. Soft tissue versus hard tissue and bone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would assume it would be Ugh. difficult to do that, but I don't see it's not impossible to break bodies. disappear. Oh, the
1: imagery is making me nauseous. It's just very difficult. Oh, I want to
0: like it. <clears throat> you want a strawberry?
1: Yes. That's going to help. Here you go. It's red like blood.
0: Yeah. Well, there's grapes in there too. No,
1: I'll take some of those. Um, blueberries. I got a handful. Yay. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. All right. So that, okay, so that would be one reason why they left all their stuff on the beach. Because they were expecting to be back. Mm -hmm. I I think that theory makes sense.
0: What if they just wanted to completely disappear and start over, go to a new state, change our identity and everything else, but they had to make it look like they went missing for it to be possible? Yeah, but why? Why would they do that? So they could keep the babies. Mm. They wanted to keep the babies. Or they were just maybe they were in an abusive relationship and they thought that was the only way out. Mm, I guess that's possible. That's fine. We got another theory.
1: Hmm? Last final theory, unless we come up with some more on our own <laughs> with this. So this focuses around a man named Silas Jane. You ever- Jane. Yes, Jane. J A Y N E. Like the girl Jane. But J A Y N E, not J A N E.
0: I know. I'm just saying. Sounds yes, like a Jane. Good name.
1: Okay. Silas Jane. So, you've never heard of no. Silas Jane. All right. He's said to be responsible for the death or disappearance of a candy heiress, Helen Branch.
0: I have no clue who that is.
1: Well, her family owned a candy business, and she was super-duper rich.
0: Talk about a sweet tooth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I mentioned... Uh, And Patty and Renee like to ride horses. They rode at a place called Tricolor Stables, which was owned by two brothers named George and Silas Jane. Uh, There was a lady who who worked there named Cheryl Ann Rudd. I'll go with Rudd. Looks like rude, but I'll call her Rudd.
0: It's
1: probably (laughs) Rudd. She was killed in a car bomb explosion that was actually meant for George Jane. Huh, yeah, kind of sucks. Those darn family feuds, right? So one, two, or th- all three of the women may have seen the bomb being planted. Maybe that's theory. Did they goes. see
0: it, or did they like walk past where they think they saw, it, like where the guy bad people think they saw it, but they didn't?
1: Ah, this is all just a theory. Okay, we don't They're know. I like
0: poking holes in things. Yeah, maybe.
1: In March of nineteen sixty-six. Patty received an injury to the face that she never fully explained. She, may, she once made an offhand comment to one of her friends about having problems with syndicate people. <laughs> Rather odd, but. no okay. Yeah. But also, both George and Silas's phone numbers were found in with the girl's belongings maybe possibly were involved in some way with the whole silas wanting to kill his brother and they got caught now the mob's after him because the mob was pretty deep into
0: horses okay makes sense. i mean that kind of makes sense
1: oh yeah because horses are expensive yeah like especially the really well-bred horses like they can get their hand in that.
0: They can make some good money. Speaking of horses, you want you want to hear something I find really kind of funny? Okay. So, back when cars were new, right? The rich owned cars. Yeah. The poor owned horses. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2019. The poor owned cars and the rich owned the horses. horses.
1: That's right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> that side <is> note.
1: <laughs> that is funny. Silas Jane reportedly told a sheriff that he had three bodies buried beneath his residence. After the, uh... Disappearances of these women. Investigators did take his claim seriously and planned to search the property, but the sheriff involved was killed in a freak farming
0: accident before the search could take place. I was really gonna hope... I was really hoping you were gonna say explosion. (laughs) That would have been hilarious.
1: (laughs) No, just a freak farming accident. I don't know. I don't... You know, farming is... Dangerous.
0: It can be, I guess, if you're not sober.
1: <laughs> he probably wasn't.
0: <laughs>
1: but because of that, the uh, the search was never actually pursued after that.
0: For some odd reason, you would think if they have probable cause to get a search warrant to search that area, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're a lead investigator passes for whatever reason you still have that warrant underneath your probable cause to search that area. Yeah. So why didn't they search it? I don't know. Maybe it got swept under
1: the rug because of the mob.
0: Stupid mobbers. Damn mob.
1: That is another, another theory. They saw something they shouldn't have seen accidentally got involved with the mob and while they were there at the dunes, were
0: taken care of or ran away from the mob. How about this idea? What if the original idea that they went in for an abortion was true? hmm So they get done with the abortion, which is why they're back on the beach. Oh, So okay. let's say, let's say hypothetically they saw, so when they were riding the horses, they saw something that was mob-related that they weren't supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And they didn't think they saw them, but they did. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to July, where they're on the beach, where they're getting ready to have the abortion that was planned, because they were going to go back to their husband slash whatever their life was. They get back on the beach after the abortion, when the mob goes, gotcha. Oh, that is a brand new theory.
1: Mixing up mixing up all the them th- up, mixing why not? mixing up all the theories. I don't know. I like... I like the uh the abortion theory just because I don't know. It's more scandalous.
0: It is a little bit more scandalous. Yeah. Scambalous. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> is that right? Scandalous. That's right. Okay. You never know. It's been a long day.
1: <laughs> well, I like that one just um but then I'm wondering why in the world uh, the other girl would have even gone with them to get the abortion if she didn't,
0: you know, need one emotional she support.
1: A oh, that's there, a
0: good point. If they're three friends, they hang out all the time together. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense for two to go to the beach, and one to stay home.
1: Yeah, but she was the one that was married, so it would be very easy her easy for her to be like. I got to stay home.
0: I, I have stuff. To, I got to cook dinner for my husband. Which makes sense. But at the same time, she's already pissed off at her husband because he works and hangs out with his friends all the time. Yeah. So what if she was looking? She looked at it as an excuse. Okay, I can be there for my friends for emotional support. But at the same time, I get to go to the beach and do this other stuff. And maybe I might see some cute guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, her two friends got lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe she could. I don't know. I do not a good thing. No one should ever cheat. However, it happens, so maybe that's what she was looking for. Maybe she just wanted to day on the beach and just had, got stuck.
1: No, that doesn't pan out. I, I, there was another thing that I read, because um, apparently that was a thing where guys with boats would roll up to the beach and try to get girls to get up onto their boat.
0: Hmm. Is that what they're calling it
1: these days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have some parties. Um, but supposedly there was a guy who you know came up onto the beach and was trying to get these three girls up onto the boat that did match their descriptions and one of the girls said no I can't I'm married
0: okay so forget the whole scandalous she's looking for guy on the side <coughs> what if her friends arranged the abortion on the boat mm-hmm. but whatever reason their cars weren't working or they had no way to get there so they contacted their friend who's married who's got a car and hey let's go to the beach she's oh by not the, the way, way. Out the car whatever (laughs) whatever they dragged her along (laughs) they decided to drag her along Hmm. for whatever reason all right i'm gonna go with emotional support okay that makes
1: sense i guess i'll go with it okay okay
0: what do you think cody
1: what's your favorite theory do you have a new one or do you like one of these
0: The abortion one sounds, like, about right. Because, I mean, if something did go wrong, like you were saying, I mean, just, well, easy to just toss them overboard and be done with them. Yeah. But then they would have floated the service You'd have to weigh them If down. you think about the way that the body works. Mm-hmm. Well, even then, after after they de- decompose a certain amount of time. hmm I mean, your bones are held together by your ligaments. So, eventually, when that de- decomposes, whatever's holding you down, unless they were, like, cemented to it, is going to come up. Well, you got to wonder how many bodies actually get pulled out of that lake. Right. Yeah, but they should be
1: able to identify it.
0: Dental records. Not necessarily.
1: I guess if it's been that long, how easy would it be to identify them?
0: Dental records.
1: That is, if that's the part
0: that floats up. Yeah, but if you have part of a body that floats up, now they're probably going to send in scuba divers to see, you know, what else is down there. I'm not in law enforcement. I don't know the protocol. I don't know it either. I'm just, you know, throwing out suggestions. (laughs) All right. I watch a lot of TV. They give you a lot of random information. Yeah, they do. I don't watch that much TV anymore. I used to. Well, growing up, my dad had control of the TV. So it was, you know, Dexter, Bones, CIS, NCIS. I used to
1: watch CSI.
0: CSI. So how to kill somebody. How to not get away with it. And how to get away with it.
1: So what you're saying is if we need to get rid of someone. Just take them to a pig farm. <laughs> that is actually the perfect way to get rid of someone.
0: Yeah, but there was someone in um, Criminal Minds. That's what they used to do. Is they used to, they would abduct homeless people. And then they'd make them go through this maze. And they'd end up killing them. And then they would just feed them to the pigs.
1: That's perfect. Yeah.
0: They ended up getting caught. I think they killed, in the episode, they killed the, uh, up to like a thousand or something. I don't know. It was a lot of homeless people. They were. Yeah, it was crazy. But the only reason they ended up finding about it is because this guy had come home from the war, was looking for a sister, and then realized his sister was missing and wouldn't stop looking until he found it. Oh. So. It was kind of interesting. But yeah. Give him a body. Pig farm. However, at the same time, you'll probably eventually get caught. Yeah. So don't kill people.
1: Don't do it. But if you do, go to a pig farm. (laughs) In no way, shape, or form, in condoning murdering someone and feeding them to pigs.
0: Just don't do it. Don't don't do it. Okay. <laughs> so awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: I don't think they're still alive.
0: Well, I no. think they're
1: dead. We just haven't found them, honestly. I think someone should probably go check out Silas Jane's house. Or the cabin
0: again. Or the cabin again.
1: Dig a little deeper. Get an excavator.
0: Here's the thing. So you have this psychic, right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't know the girls in any... I'm assuming. No. I don't know. I, I have done no research on this, and Heather just kind of threw me into this. She this does how, not know the girls. This is how these <laughs> normally work. But, so you have this psychic who does not know the people. Has never met them, and as far as we know, have never been to the state. Mm-hmm. Yet calls the police and says, hey, I saw these people that match this description who I know are missing, um, and they're buried in this area. I'm not even sure if she
1: knew they were missing.
0: Okay. I saw these people. I s- they're dead. They're buried here. Yeah. not. It's kind of hard. I would assume it'd be kind of hard to get probable cause on that, but obviously they had enough to go searching in the first place. So why not, with the better technology, go back?
1: Oh, that, uh, yeah. I don't see why not. It's a cold
0: case, so... Yeah. Who's in charge of those? Case. Go back. I know. but go look. There's a TV show of it. It's cold, called cold, cold, case. cold Case? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know that show. I've never seen it, but oh, I know it.
0: I know. We'll contact the ghost whisperer and have her find the bodies, Ooh, and we'll just we go that right. way. Yeah.
1: There we go. I think... I think we need to go to the dunes on our hiking trip and find this cabin if it's still there. Why not? I'm good with not doing that. Why? <laughs> we'll just sleep at
0: home <laughs> with the kids.
1: Fine. <laughs> going to be fun. We're going to go dig up dead bodies. Yeah. No, we're not. We'll- three women,
0: three young women go missing in the dunes. so three <laughs> women are going to go find them. That sounds like another cold case. Well, at least we know what happened to him. Maybe. Mystery solved. But you'll never know because we're huh. probably gone too. No, because we're not getting emotions. Yeah. That's very true. Although we still can't prove
1: that's what they were doing. It could have been the mob.
0: I'm still saying it's both. They been well, I both actually both. really, really <laughs> like your theory. Yeah, but it's all of it combined. It's all of it. I mean... You have this theory of the they got an abortion, and something went wrong, and then they died. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, no, they saw something bad with the mob, and the mob killed them. Yeah. So what if the mob was trying to find out where the girls were, realized that they went to this area, went looking for them, saw them get on the boat. They get off the boat three hours later, because, you know, how many abortions do they have to do, and how long does it take? I honestly don't know. Cause 90 minutes. Still. No. Anyway, they get off the boat, they're back on land, met up with an unidentified male that no one knows who he is.
1: Supposedly, Ralph Largo.
0: Still. Unidentified male, who then the girls go missing.
1: Mm -hmm. Ah, Mob. Total mob. Could be. Maybe the people doing the abortions were
0: in with the mob, too. But then, oh, they got the money from the girls for Mm -hmm. the abortion, and they got killed anyway. Yeah. That's bad business. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it is an underground abortion clinic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying the only way people find out about underground stuff is say hey this happened this is how I got it taken care of go check it out
1: I happen to know someone who can take care
0: of that for you yeah but if all the, all, all the clients go missing well that's true then one their information is getting put out and two yeah they're great but you know 55% of the people that go there go missing go over here instead I was wondering
1: how many people have gone missing because of them I didn't look that up. No, that's a great theory. I like it. Cody has left the building. She'll be back. <laughs> it's okay. We're almost done, anyways. Uh, that was really all I had. Um, if you have any other theories, let us know. I'm intrigued with this now, and I really want to know what happened to these women. If you, if they're alive, if you're listening, let us know that it's you. I, because. It hasn't been that long, and you could totally come back out and say, hey, it was us. We're fine.
0: We just went for a boat ride.
1: Yeah. A free boat ride? <laughs> <Free laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but so, yeah. then
0: again, if, you know, the mob did kill them, maybe they still are in, like, Michigan. They just have their feet connected to cement. Oh. Because then they can't deco- well, they could decompose, de- but they will not float up. <sighs> oh. Well, that's sad. It is sad. But still, I don't know. It's just ideas.
1: No, that's that's an idea. I mean, they had that quick dry cement then, right? Probably. I, I
0: don't know. Probably. Tell you, I wasn't born in the sixties. I have no idea. I wasn't. Mm. It's I possible. Know. I guess we can Google it. Well, that's fine. I don't care that much. <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> if funny. you know, let us know. Um, yeah. So if you have any theories, um, if you agree with our theories, if you don't agree with our theories, let us know. Email me, heather at fortweirdpodcast.com. You can get on the website and, because we have a contact us thing that you can get a hold of me at, and fortweirdpod at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm on Instagram the most, though, so you can contact me through that
0: or Facebook. I'm not on Twitter that much. I'm just not. I don't get it. I... I have a Twitter I haven't used in five years. Oh, There's no reason to have one. Either way, um, contact Heather, and one of us will try to get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I don't know what we're doing next week. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I have an idea. You do?
0: Yeah, but I'm not, it's going to be a surprise. Okay. It's going to be a surprise, guys.
1: All right. Well, thanks for listening.
0: Have a good day. Bye
1: ever seen, keep your hand you start on your legs, and you won't miss me for thousands of if you don't just smile. Smile <laughs> The existence of this